The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Let me just say, after Vera distorting the belt, they're proclaiming the real world champion. I'm going to tell you all, with a tear in my eye, this is the greatest moment in my life. When you walk around this world and you tell everybody you're number one, the only way you get to stay number one is to be number one. everybody welcome here to a wednesday may the 24th 2023 how's everybody doing on this middle of the week hump day whatever you want to call it yours truly captain lou welcoming you to the captain lou extravaganza we are live here on the captain lou sports network on youtube we invite you to check us out uh, subscribe to our channel that is the captain lou sports network on youtube and you can check out all of our previous shows that we've had all archived and uh, We've had a lot of great shows over the past couple of years on there, including the ACHA Power Play and, of course, the Captain Lou Extravaganza. As we are live here this morning, three days a week now throughout uh, probably for the next month or so, uh, and then we'll see how it goes with my uh, physical rehab with my foot uh, after surgery uh, back in uh, April. So, uh, again, what a better way to be able to hang out with you uh, and talk sports here on the Captain Lou Sports Network. We are Brought to you, as always, by MahlerBros.com. Check out the website, MahlerBros.com, as it says on the bottom of the screen. Use the promo code BELLYUP, and you'll get 15% off of your purchase. If you want to look good on the golf course, if you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you play good. That's uh, no other better way to get yourself ready for that than MahlerBros.com, and use the promo code BELLYUP for 15% off of your purchase. Hey, be a part of the program. You can... Uh, Follow us on Twitter at the Real Captain Lou, or send us an email, SweetLou1965 at yahoo.com, and also uh, follow my Facebook pages, the Captain Lou Extravaganza Facebook page, or uh, my personal one at Lewis Gamlin. Uh, lots to talk about here this morning. The Stanley Cup playoffs are uh, starting to look like the NBA playoffs now, as both conference finals are now three games to none. Dallas last night falling to Vegas. Vegas uh, overpowered them big time in that first period, just ran them over and route to a four to nothing win. They're up three games to none tonight. Florida will look to punch their ticket to the Stanley cup final as uh, they're up three games to none on Carolina. And they will uh, play, as I mentioned in Florida game four, Sergey Bobrovsky again, uh, he has established himself as probably the hottest goaltender. Although Aiden Hill will, would have something to say about that after last night. We'll talk about that. The NBA playoffs, Miami could not put away Boston. Boston was able to stave off elimination last night and brought to a uh, win over the Heat. It's now three games to one there. They go back to Boston for game five uh, tomorrow night, and uh, they're trying to hang on to find out who will go and play the Denver Nuggets who dispatched the Lakers in four straight. Four tightly contested games. The Lakers kind of running out of steam, especially in game four with a big lead uh, in the second half. LeBron 
couldn't quite carry him, which, you know, in my opinion, he shouldn't have to. His uh, support staff, if you want to call it that, or his support team, whatever, let him down, I think, in the second half again. And uh, so now he's trying to tell people that he's going to retire, or he's thinking about it anyways. <laughs> okay. Uh, but the Lakers now, they're done. Denver, with uh, by far the superior team, they advance to the NBA Finals. They will await the winner of game of this series in Eastern Conference Finals. Is there any chance this one goes past Game 5 tomorrow night in Boston? We'll have to wait and see on that. And then we'll talk a little bit about the NBA rule changes. Uh, that you know, A couple of them that came down yesterday are, are a rule change and also something else they're going to do with the scheduling and the hypocrisy of it all. We'll talk about that towards the end of the show. So again, welcome to the show here tonight or this morning, rather. Glad you could be with us on this Wednesday. Uh, again, we got a lot to talk about. We are powered up, by the way, by Belly Up Sports. Check out our website, bellyupsports.com. And uh, we've got everything you need as far as what you're looking for, coverage of all the sports, all the four major sports, and, of course, soccer, uh, pro wrestling, you name it, uh, lacrosse, the PGA Championship, which just ended this past weekend uh, with Brooks Kepka from the Live Tour coming out on top and getting his fifth major. We talk about that, NASCAR, you name it. That's bellyupsports.com. Uh, we're going to have our NBA Super Show next Wednesday night on the Belly Up Network on YouTube as well, uh, as the NBA Finals will be set by then. They're not doing the opening game of the NBA Finals, no matter what happens, should Boston lose tomorrow. Uh, if Miami wins, they're still not going to do start the Finals until June 1st, which is a week from tomorrow. So we're going to have our show there as well um, on uh Wednesday, so or on uh, Wednesday, next Wednesday at seven o'clock, and uh, we invite you to um, be a part of that. So let's get right into it. As we talked about the Stanley Cup Finals, or I should say, the Stanley Cup Playoffs are uh, in full steam again with the Conference Finals Game Three last night in Dallas, and wow, Vegas up two games to none with two impressive wins at home, both of them in overtime, as we mentioned, but wins nonetheless. They go into Dallas, and boy, did they ever overpower the Dallas Stars. One minute in and 11 seconds in, Marsha Schultz with the goal to go up one nothing, And then uh, Jamie Benn with uh, a boneheaded move, to say the least. He got goaded into 10-minute uh, game misconduct, I should say, with the uh, cross-check to the throat um, of Mark Stone. And uh, Vegas turned that uh, five-minute major into a uh, – Another pen or a power play goal there. Then they added another one a couple minutes later. Three goals in seven and a half minutes. And uh, Ottinger got pulled. Dallas uh, could rebound from it. A couple of shots off the goal post. Uh, and then all of a sudden, boom, it's 3 nothing. He gets pulled. Second period got a little ugly towards the end of the game as uh, uh, Max Domi got goaded into a couple of penalties. And it's amazing how... Uh, Vegas, we talked about Chandler Stevenson in game two, guilty of a little uh, undisciplined and getting you know a couple of unnecessary penalties. They were able to uh, withstand that. And of course, with Alex Petrangelo in uh, the series against Edmonton, getting his uh, you know suspension with the uh, slash and uh, on Leon Dreisaitl. So Jamie Benn will more than likely face a game four suspension uh that penalty was obviously uncalled for and uh you know it, it's 
you know, the hit that he laid on Stone wasn't bad. But I don't know if he was frustrated or whatever. But that lapse of judgment, you just, you know, it's amazing how we're seeing a lot of that this year. Uh, Cole McCarr for Carol, or for uh, Colorado in their opening series uh, against Seattle. And these guys aren't dirty players. I don't consider Petrangelo a dirty player. Uh, I don't consider Ben a uh, dirty player. It's just one of those things. Keeping your cool and, you know, just I don't know what to make of it, but it's a, it's a penalty nonetheless. I think Ben should be suspended for game four. It, you know, it was a bad hit. It was a dirty hit. You know, he's not a dirty player, but it was just bad judgment. But, you know, you got to pay the price for hits like that. So I think Ben's going to face a game four suspension. I'm sure we'll find out about that later on today, possibly tomorrow morning. But what does Dallas do now? They're down three games to none. You know, and you, you just look at it now and you think, Three games to none deficits. You know, both of both teams are facing it now in the in the conference finals. We saw it in the NBA finals. How you know nobody has come back in the NBA when down three games to none. And I, I I'm not sure if anybody is in the NHL, but you know, I the only team that I can remember that came back from a 3-0 deficit was the Boston Red Sox against the New York Yankees back in 2004. But, you know, we talk about it with uh, Florida on the brink of eliminating Carolina tonight. Bobrowski at home. Florida just, uh, their mindset right now, they've got that edge, the mental edge. Carolina's a tough team. Rod Brindamore's been there as a head coach. He's won a Stanley Cup as a player. I'm not counting Carolina out, but, you know, we saw Tampa, or we saw Toronto down to Florida three games to none. They were able to win game four in Florida, but then lost game five. I'm not counting Carolina out tonight. I think that they can bounce back and probably win game four, but they're gonna, it's going to take a Herculean effort. they got to obviously figure out a way to stop Bobrowski. You know, he's separating himself right now. He, You know, it's funny. Is he and Aiden Hill did not even start the playoff runs as the starting goaltenders. And here we are. Now they're separating themselves. Hill looked amazing last night. Yeah, he got a couple of bounces with the goalpost and the crossbar, but who doesn't in the end? In any playoff run that you see, you're going to get bounces. You're going to get uh, – it takes a little bit of luck. I don't care, again, what which playoff run you have, NBA, Major League Baseball, the NFL. You know, you're going to get breaks along the way. I mean, you talk to anybody, even a professional poker player, winning the World Series of Poker, you get a couple of lucky hands. It takes a little bit of luck, but good luck is a byproduct, in my opinion, of good habits and uh, these and good players. And um, Aiden Hill and Bobrowski are separating themselves. Uh, you know, I look at the game the other night, one nothing for a win for Florida, and now it's game four tonight, Carolina and Florida. Uh, obviously, it's gonna that's gonna be the difference. But the big thing again, you know, we talk about discipline. We'll go back to that. I honestly think that, you know, that's discipline. When I mean that with Florida having it and Vegas with the swagger, that confidence is huge. Now you're up three games to none. You can try to goad these teams into penalties. You can play a little more on the edge. Not dirty, but right on the edge. You know, good, solid hockey. You know, extra oomph on the hit, you know, on the check, whatever. The four check being a little more physical. Florida's got it right now. They're in, you know, Vegas, you can tell they're in Dallas's head. 
It's a great place to be up three games to none. And they've got the swagger. You can tell, uh, you know, not again, not dirty, but they've got the swagger. They've got the confidence. It's a huge hole to climb out of any, any sport. Like I said, Florida's got it right now. Vegas has got the swagger, uh, you know, Matthew Kachuk, you know, what can you say about him? And, uh, you know, it's, yeah, uh, he, he's the catalyst right there. Uh, and, I don't know. I mean, Sebastian Ajo, he's going to have to lead his troops for Carolina tonight. You know, Anderson, he hasn't played bad in goal. That's the thing. He hasn't played that bad. But, you know, with Probowski and Net right now playing huge, and again, uh, the Florida crowd's going to be on, you know, it's going to be amazing there as well. But again, we go back to the goaltending. Hill and Probowski, they have to be solved. And that is so huge right now. Dallas, with Ottinger getting pulled, you know, seven minutes in, in game three last night for Dallas. Wow, what is he? What is his mindset going to be going in tomorrow night to game four you know, against Vegas? That's going to be something to find out too. So then we go back to, again, wondering, you know, with Dallas, can they rebound after getting overpowered? They were bullied. Max Domi, he fell for it. And again, you know, they Vegas didn't do anything dirty. And it, and it mystifies me again. That was a clean hit that Ben laid on Stone, and I don't know why. Again, frustration. I get it. These guys are better than that, but boy, it just takes a second, momentary lapse of judgment, and you know it, it's going to cost them. Now, again, I think Dallas is going to be without Ben. He's their captain. Are they going to step up? Are they going to use that as a rallying cry? That's you know that's going to remain to be seen. But I, I just look at the forecheck right now and. And Dallas, especially on the back end, looking lazy. And I, 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 I you see that a lot with we saw it a lot with with uh, with Toronto. It was like they took the foot off the gas pedal momentarily, and you just can't do that in any game. You know, you take the foot off the gas pedal for a few moments, and boy, did Vegas ever take advantage of that? And they came out on all cylinders. A minute 11 into the game, you could just see the air lifted out of that stadium. And then when that penalty came and then they got the power play goal, and then boom, what, a minute and a half later, it's 3 nothing. Yeah. that Can Dallas rebound? Of course they can. Ottinger is there. He's a good goalie. I think he'll be in net in game four. You know, he's had a history of bouncing back after poor performances, but they just got to stay mentally sharp and stay out of the penalty box. As simple as it is, I think they can hang with Vegas five on five, but you know they're going to have to stay. I don't take the dumb penalties. You know, finish your checks, but don't do the extracurriculars that could get you anywhere from a two to a five and a game misconduct. And you know, Vegas is in their head right now. Again, they've got the swagger, and uh, they're like Florida; they have it. But again, who would have thought our conference finals in the NBA and in the NHL? All four of them on the verge of sweeps. Now, we know Boston avoided the sweep as they won last night. We'll talk about that in a few moments. But and I didn't see this coming. I thought, I thought, to be honest with you, I thought all four series were going to go six and seven games. It still might happen with Boston and the Miami Heat. And who knows? These could be turned around. They're not over yet. But we could be looking at all four conference finals settled within a week and having to wait now for the uh, – Stanley Cup final and the NBA finals, each of the two teams that won it will get, uh, you know, they'll get some time to rest and heal up. But 
It's not over yet, but boy, oh boy, in the NBA or in the NHL finals right now, with the goaltending playing the way it is, Florida with a chance to clinch on their home ice, and Vegas to me with the upper hand mentally, and uh, they're just. Uh, it seems like they're getting better every game. And that's a tough thing to overcome for Dallas. And so we'll have to wait and see on that. So, yeah, game four coming up tonight, Florida and Carolina. You know, we'll see if they can close it out against the Hurricanes. We're going to talk a little bit about the NBA playoffs. But uh, first, uh, we want to talk about MahlerBros.com. You know, I don't know if, if you're like me, you get out on the golf course and, uh, you know, it, it's getting hot. And we're gonna, we've had a few warm temperatures here in Michigan. Next weekend, it's going to get back in the 80s. You're out on the course, you're struggling, you're sweating, and it gets to you. You're on about the 12th hole, and you know you just, I don't know, you take a double bogey, and you, you're not the happiest out there. And again, you're overheated. You want to take that shirt off. You know you can't, right? You know, obviously you can't do it. But if you went with MahlerBros.com with their attire, you wouldn't have to worry about that. Check out MahlerBros.com. They've got a wide assortment of polos. That I'll tell you what, they look great. You could have that loud design if you want to be seen three or four holes away if you're walking down 12 and somebody on 16 says, hey, look, there's Captain Lou with that loud shirt. Or, you know, I'm more of a conservative kind of person when it comes to my clothing. A lot of you that know me know that. So uh, they've got that as well. Just kind of maybe the solid colors, but they're sleek. They're form-fitting. They're great. They're comfortable. They're lightweight. Uh, don't take my advice. Check out Marlboroer. Marler, marlerbros.com for more on that. They've got t-shirts, tumblers, mugs, you name it. When you go on the website, make sure that you use the promo code BELLYUP. It's right there on the bottom of the screen and you'll get 15% off of your purchase. So visit marlerbros.com, M-A-H-L-E-R-B-R-O-S.com. Make sure you use the promo code BELLYUP for 15% off of your purchase. It's that simple. That's maulerbros.com. Use the promo code BELLYUP and you'll look good. And when you look good, you feel good. You feel good, you play good, and it'll show on your score. That's MahlerBros.com. Well, again, we want to thank everybody for joining us here on the Captain Lou Extravaganza here on the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube. Powered up by Belly Up Sports. Check out our website, BellyUpSports.com. A complete list of our uh, podcasts that we have, all of our great guests, all of our great hosts that have just a wide assortment. Talking college hoops in the summer. Talking NBA, talking baseball, you name it. Uh, the NFL, it's never too early to talk about the NFL. We'll touch on that a little bit later on in the show. But check it out. That's bellyupsports.com. Very blessed to be a part of the network. And, of course, check out our website for all our great, our latest articles on everything going on in the world of sports. NBA playoffs, as we mentioned, uh, game four last night in Miami. Boston coming off that rather embarrassing effort in game three, to say the least, against Miami, getting called out by everybody from Magic Johnson to their own fans to, you know, the prognosticators, yours truly. I thought they gave up, you know, not even, you know, Tatum and uh, Brown not even playing in the fourth quarter. Uh, it just waving the white flag. It was an embarrassment. And as I mentioned on Monday's show, you know, teams, you, know, you can say what you want about the teams back in the day in the 80s and 90s. They didn't give up. They might have been down big. But they sure tried to give an effort out, and that that was that was embarrassing. That was despicable back on Monday. What they did, well, they had a players-only meeting on Monday. Did Boston, and they talked amongst each other, and they came out last night. Didn't look good in the first half. Miami, they had the lead at halftime, and I'm thinking, well, this is over. It's going to be another sweep. 
We're going to have to wait nine days for a game in the NBA for the finals. Well, Boston was able to stave off elimination. Tatum stepped up in game four in the second half. Now the big question is, can they stave off elimination again? I'll tell you, I I was impressed with Boston's effort in the second half. I really was. You know, Tatum came up big. Jalen Brown again big. You know, Horford dug down deep. Now they go back to Boston for game five. And if they can dig into that history, if they can keep that effort up. Now, one of the things that, uh, you know, a stat to look at for Boston, Jason Tatum, 30 points he averages in elimination games. Well, he's going to need it now for three more elimination games. Boston, you know, as I mentioned at the top, they uh, the Boston sports town's not a stranger to somebody coming back from a 3-0 deficit, as the Red Sox did it to the hated Yankees back in 2004. But, uh, whoops, let's, uh, sorry about that. Um, but, uh, you know, let's see what we can do here in game four or game five coming up on Thursday. Can uh, Boston, can, can they make it a series? You know, can they carry that momentum? You know, we asked that with the Toronto Maple Leafs after they won game four down in Florida. Can they do it in game five? Well, they couldn't. But uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, a, a little bit of confidence is huge. Boston's problem, you know, we saw it against, uh, you know, we at times is they, you know, they take quarters off and you just can't do that. So it's going to be a fun game to watch Thursday night in game five. Boston staves off elimination. They're still in it. I still think deep down they've got a little more talented of a roster, but they've been out, they were out coached in the first three games, definitely. And, you know, Miami knows what it takes to get to game four, to get to the finals. Boston does too. That's not, that's not really an edge. Let's see if Boston can do it four games in a row. That's going to be the big thing. They've dug themselves such a deep hole. We talked about it with the the NHL in that first segment, how, you know, it is so difficult mentally to get yourself up for four straight games. I don't know if they can maintain it, but here's the thing. Boston wins game five tomorrow night. Then they get the pressure really starts to turn towards Miami. You know, you, the moment, you know, all of a sudden the heat, no pun intended, is on the Miami heat. Can they handle the pressure? Can Tatum, can, uh, can uh, you know, Jimmy Buckets help them maintain it? So we'll have to wait and see. But got to give credit where credit is due. Boston staved off elimination. Jason Tatum stepped up. Big time. Can they continue in game five? That's what we're going to have to wait to see here coming up uh, tomorrow night. Denver, uh, Monday night, they took it to the Lakers. Well, I don't know if they took it to them, but they were able to come back. They won game four. They had the run again. L.A. just kind of ran out of gas in the second half. You know, LeBron James did, you know, everything he could. 31 points in the first half. He helped stake them out to a big lead. And it was like, all right, guys, help me maintain it. The Lakers couldn't do it. You know, listening to uh, Nikola Jokic after the game, he said, you know, he rightfully so gave all a lot, all the credit to LeBron in the first half. But he also brought up a point. He said, look, he was the only one that really was doing it for them in the first half. They survived the storm. They were able to put a little more pressure on him. And, you know, the other guys couldn't step up in the fourth quarter. Anthony Davis, if you look at his numbers, 
you know, yeah, he had a better play. He had a better run, but he's proven. He's not the answer as the number two person. Uh, LeBron should not. How can I say this the right way? They shouldn't have to rely on LeBron to be the number one guy. Anthony Davis has proven that he's not the number one guy. He's proven that for the last couple of years. They needed him to be. They needed him to step up in the crunch. And you know, at crunch time, he couldn't do it. So I mean, I I don't see it. I. I I don't see him as the answer in LA. Would I trade him? Yeah, I would. But I what really now everybody's saying, you know, they're going to try to go after Kyrie Irving. Why? They bring Kyrie Irving into this mess, they're going to get the same result. You know, Kyrie, you know, here's my and, and I'll tell you why. You know, I was I was listening to Nick Wright last night on Fox and he brought up a great point. You know, where did LA lose that series? against Denver. They didn't lose it in game one, game two, game three. They lost it in November. They lost it in December. They started out two and 10. They had to dig themselves out of a hole. And from the playoff deadline all the way until game four the other night, they were in playoff mode. And they, you know, it was, their backs were against the wall for three months. Denver didn't have that. They established themselves as the number one team. They are the number one team. They're the more talented team. But if LA wouldn't have been in that situation, let's say they would have been, I don't know, the second or third seed or whatever, and not had to play in the play-in game. It, it just it took its toll mentally. And when it takes your toll mentally, then it starts to take your toll physically. And you could see it with LA. You know, LeBron could only do so much. Yeah, I know they got Austin Reeves. He had a great run. But now he's going to want $100 million. Is he worth that? Seriously? Is, is this going to be a one-shot wonder for this year? I don't know. Now we've got the NBA playoffs coming up. Uh, or I'm sorry, the NBA finals coming up. LA's not there. And I think that's where it took its toll. I guess my point is with Kyrie, they go after him. You know, how many games is he going to take off during the regular season? You know, Anthony Davis... What is he going to be good for? 50? And LeBron, he's going to be 39. You can't keep counting on LeBron to carry this team. He's a great player. Take nothing away from him. He proved he still got it. But, I mean, he was the more consistent one in that whole playoff run. And I, and I just, you know, I, I just don't see where uh, having Kyrie Irving is going to be the answer. I don't know what L.A. does. And... One more thing on the series. Well, a couple more, maybe real quick. Don't take the bait on LeBron retiring. This is the thing that always bothers me about people in the media, you know, in this profession. You know, you're going to put a microphone in LeBron's head or in his face right after they get swept or right after they lose. Anybody, not just LeBron. These guys are just mentally exhausted after getting beat. They're defeated. You know, he's probably sitting there going, yeah, wow, I don't know. I just, you know, and I watched the pundits yesterday. It just, I, I couldn't take it anymore. For two hours, they lamented. They were eulogizing LeBron, thinking he's going to retire. He's not going to retire. The one thing that LeBron does, he's passive aggressive and he'll manipulate you. But that being said, you know, what do you expect somebody to say right after they lose? I guarantee you he's not going to retire. I don't buy it for one bit. Not this year. 
I'll buy it when he's on that podium in front of everybody with all the lights, with all the glitz, with all the glamour saying, yes, I'm retired. It's not going to happen. Give him a month off. Give him six weeks off, whatever. He starts training in July or the 1st of August. He's healthy. He's he's rested. You know, his son, you know, he's always said he wants to play with his son, with Bronny. And he is such a competitor. I know he doesn't want to go out being swept. He's going to have a say on what's going to happen with the Lakers if he stays there. He's got a lot of money on the table. I know he doesn't need the money, but it's there. He is not going to retire. No way. There, I am. I just don't see it. He is probably better than 90% of the people in the league still. But he's going to need that help. And I know that he's got some unfinished business. And I think that, and the other thing is he wants to set the record for total minutes played by anybody. That's probably the one record left. And you know he's thinking about that. And that's held by Kareem. Uh, I just don't see LeBron retiring. And, you know, the other thing with the series with uh, Denver and Los Angeles, Jokic again, he asserted himself. Now, I thought that Anthony Davis played okay on the defensive side, but he didn't give that effort all the time. But Jokic proved that he's the best player right now in the world. And he aver- he's averaging a triple-double in the playoffs. He gets the respect now that he deserves. Whoever doesn't think he's MVP-type quality, uh, I don't know. And uh, he showed it in the series. And what I guess he didn't have the best statistical game maybe in game three, but he's still averaging a triple-double. But he drew so much attention to him that Murray and Michael Porter Jr. and KCP – you know, they took off. And it shows to me right now that Denver, not only is Jokic the best player in the world, you know, that duo with him and Jamal Murray right now, they are the best duo in the NBA uh, by far. They're better than Tatum and Brown. They're better than AD and LeBron. And they're better than Jimmy Buckets and uh, Bam Adebayo. I don't care, you know. So, um, yeah. So it's going to be fun to see what happens in the – NBA Finals starting next Thursday, a week from tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be in Denver, and uh, that for game one. And Denver will be a decided favorite, I think, whoever they play, and I think they're going to win the series. You know, first look, I don't care if it's Miami or Boston. And I think it's – I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a five-game series. Again, thanks, everybody, for joining us here on the Captain Lou Extravaganza here on the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube. We, we are powered up by Belly Up Sports and, again, sponsored today, as always, by MahlerBros.com. Use the promo code BELLYUP for 15% off of your purchase. Check out their website for all the greatest-looking polos. Uh, if you want to look good on the golf course, you know what I always say, you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good. That's uh, the only way you're going to do that, by checking out MahlerBros.com. Again, use the promo code BELLYUP for 15% off your purchase. It's that simple. Want to end the show today by talking a little NFL. It's like we said, never too early to talk about the NFL, right? They instituted a tweak to the kickoffs. They're going to now do uh, a fair catch. You're going to be able to do a fair catch, get a fair catch. They want to eliminate the injuries. That's their reasoning. And to me, it's another example of uh, the excitement going away in the NBA and the NFL game. They Some of the reasoning is the injuries are going up big time, according to them. Uh, 60% over the last five years. And uh, they say a lot of it's due to the kickoffs, the concussions, whatever. 
and another I saw a stat where the average kickoff goes to the 25.1 yard line so what they're going to do they're going to do it like college football now where to you know eliminate the pop-up kickoffs and again eliminate the injuries so if you get the fair catch you're going to start at the 25 yard line uh is it good or bad I don't like it it may save a few injuries but you know kickoff returns are exciting you know you get rewarded for it you know I mean a lot of work's put into it you know I could see the possibility in 10 years they eliminate the kickoff anyways, which I think is a bad idea. But, uh, you know, again, I'm old school. You know, stop the kickoff, you know, block the right way, whatever. Um, I think I think doing that is just – I don't like it. I'll learn to live with it, just like all the rules here. And then they're going to start flexing Thursday night games this fall. Uh, you have to have, I think, 28 days' notice if I'm not mistaken. So week 13 through the 17, if there's an Amazon Prime Thursday night game that looks like it's going to be a dud, you know, a month away, you have the opportunity to flex out of it. And, uh, you know, it just, I, I look at it and it just, again, raises the hypocrisy of the NFL. And I'll tell you why. The NFL is all about player safety, right? That's why they're doing the the, uh, the kickoff rule now. But yet they're turning around and they're going to force more Thursday night games or teams to be prepared, you know, change their game plan or whatever for Thursday night games. Thursday night games do not promote player safety. You're playing a Sunday game. Let's say you're playing a four o'clock game, and all of a sudden you got to turn around and play on, on Thursday night. How does that promote player safety? Uh, to me, that's as hypocritical as hell. And the NFL turns around and say they're all for player safety. And I don't buy it. You know, on one hand, they want to do it for the kickoff rule. I understand that. But then they turn around and do these Thursday night flexing. There's going to, teams could play twice on Thursday nights this year. The Lions are playing twice on Thursday. I mean, now you're going to flex it. Never mind the fans. The hypocrisy of the NFL again shines with them, too. And it's funny, is I saw a stat or I read something this morning. 7% of NFL fans, only 7% of the NFL fans actually go to a game. And that's, you know, so that tells you right now, the TV experience is more what the NFL is branding towards. They don't care about the fans. You know, we've talked about it on this show many times when it comes to the fans. Yeah. Number one, if you want season tickets, you got to pay the uh, licensing fee for the seats. I don't know what it is. I, we'll just throw $1,000 a seat. I might be over. I might be under. $1,000 for a seat. Then you got to buy eight games or nine, and then these uh, preseason games, which you have to play, pay full price for, one or maybe two, or one anyways, let's just say that at, again, I'll say 100 bucks a pop, 125 bucks a pop. So you're looking at 3000 to $4,000 for seats. Okay. you're So, okay, let's say you don't do that. Let's say you're like me. I don't have season tickets. Or, you know, the average guy with a family of four. You know, you're going to pay $500 or if you're going to travel, let's say that, you know, I'll, I'll give an example of uh, folks where I came from up in the upper peninsula uh, of Michigan, want to go down to watch the Lions or Green Bay for that matter. Um, those are two big destinations up there. Great rivalry. You plan on a game. Let's say you're planning on the Lions taking on, I don't know, let's say they're taking on Minnesota. All right. 
and uh, it's towards the end of the year. It's around Christmas time, or we'll use a different example. I don't know. Uh, or okay, let's use this for an example. They can flex out of a Monday night game. Let's say the Lions and the Raiders were flexed. I know they won't be because it's early, but we'll just say they are. You plan, you take a couple days off of work, right? You fly there, whatever. The, the fans from Oakland or Vegas fly to Detroit for the game. They get their plane tickets uh, months in advance. Let's say they got them in May when they found out the schedule. Now all of a sudden you're looking at a week before and it's going to be flexed out. They're going to put it on Sunday. Let's say you fly in Sunday night or Monday. You're screwed. How does that benefit the fans? It doesn't. So it's all about the money. We all know that. It's all about you know the television revenue, and it's all about the hypocrisy of the NFL fa- treating the fans. Now, you know, I'm a hypocrite too because I'll be there watching it. But you know, it's just this is another level on the NFL's end for the hypocrisy, and it just it drives me crazy. So I don't know. That's just uh, my little rant on the NFL. I love it, and again. I'm just as hypocritical as the NFL because I'll be there watching. I complain about it, but I'll be I'll be right there watching it towards, you know, come August and September, you know, rooting on my lines to possibly do as good as what everybody thinks they're going to. So, yeah, it's just it creates a it, it creates hypocrites in us all. The NFL sure does. Well, hey, that's going to do it here tonight or for this morning for the Captain Lou Extravaganza. We uh, appreciate everybody taking time out today to be with us. Enjoy the Stanley Cup finals tonight, or Stanley Cup playoffs. Florida and Carolina. Can Carolina stave off elimination? Can they force a game five back in Carolina this weekend? We'll have to wait and see. Florida, they got an opportunity to clinch their first Stanley Cup final since 2006. So uh, it's going to be who play. You know, obviously, it's going to come down to goaltending and uh, staying out of the penalty box. And, of course, tomorrow night, game five. Vegas at Dallas, Vegas up three games to none. They've got the foot on the throat right now. Will they be able to stave off elimination or will they be able to eliminate Dallas and set up a return trip for them to the Stanley Cup final like they did in their original year? And in the NBA, of course, Boston with game five tomorrow night against Miami. They're now down three games to one, backs against the wall. Can they maintain that? Can they keep that up? Or will we have a Denver and Miami final starting next Thursday, June the 1st? We'll talk about all that on Friday, so make sure you stick around 10 o'clock Friday morning. It'll be a free-for-all Friday. We'll have a lot to talk about. We invite you to be a part of the program again. Follow us again. We are sponsored by Mahler Bros Golf. Check out the website, and again, use the promo code BELLYUP for 15% off of your purchase. And again, you can follow us, the Captain Lou Extravaganza, on Facebook, or follow me on Twitter, at the Real Captain Lou. And as always, drop us an email, sweetlou1965 at Yahoo. All right, that's going to do it, everybody. Thanks for joining us here on the show. We'll be here Friday, 10 o'clock in the morning Eastern time for another edition of the Captain Lou Extravaganza on the Captain Lou Sports Network on YouTube. Uh, Subscribe to our channel there. Just a reminder, keep your heads up, keep your sticks down, keep your feet moving, and as always, keep your minds open. Have a good day, everybody. Enjoy the sunshine. Make that day special. Make it count. We'll talk to you Friday. You're on the Captain Lou Extravaganza. So long.